All right, welcome back. This is Danita, your host for the Booty Bands More Than Fitness podcast. Today's episode 18. We are in May 2021. And today's episode is called How to Reinvent Yourself in Just Five Steps. My name is Anna Clark. So welcome to the podcast. Hello, and thank you for having me on, Danita. It's a pleasure to be on your show today on this podcast, um, and I'm looking forward to us having a really lovely discussion today that I hope will resonate with lots of your audience today. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's exactly the alignment, as you guys can tell, the reason why we connected. There's one quote that really stood out to me as I was doing an interview with you, and you said, in difficult circumstances is where the growth happens, and you have to just sit within it. Can you tell us a little bit more about that quote? Absolutely. So sometimes in life, life throws you curveballs, right? Life does not always go according to how you want it to be. And when you find yourself in that situation, what do you do? Difficult situations teach you resilience. They teach you about yourself. And it's not always comfortable. In fact, when you're growing, it's very uncomfortable. And there's a tendency, and especially for myself in my life, when things have got difficult, it's really easy to run away, to not face your problems straight on. You can make excuses, you can you know, do lots of these different things. But for me in my life, what I found is when I sit with uncomfortability and I sit through the whole process as difficult as it can be, that's where the growth happens. That's where the learning is. It isn't always the mistake. It's the process that you go through to get through to the other side. And it's something that I've seen a lot in my life with people I've worked with as well, where, you know, you have a problem, you know what that problem is, and you just don't sit with it to work it through step by step, process by process. And sometimes it's okay for a little while, then you take a step back, it's okay, but you have to keep going through that process in order to really heal. And I learned that lesson. Well, that's um, what I want to go into next is actually the lesson you learned. So like I said, we get raw and really open here. So can you actually tell us the story that really resonates most with you, that changed you as a, a complete soul, that made you strong as you are today? My goodness. So that happened to me in 2018. So prior to that, I'd worked, you know, eight to 10 years in the public sector, working as a change agent, solution focused, working with people in problem, you know, with, with crisis and getting them to from point A to point B. So when that happened to me, when I lost my job, when I was pushed out of my job, I found myself in the same situation as many of my clients. It was awful. You do not realize how much of your identity is tied up in your job, in your profession, in your role. And then when you find yourself in a difficult situation that you had no control over and it's completely not where you want it to be, it was devastating to have a loss of, you know, job role, a loss of financial means. My plan was to stay in that career probably until you know, I got old and retired, you know, we all have these lovely, cute little plans, you know, that will help us along the way. And that just didn't happen. And it was so unexpected. And it was literally just before Christmas as well. And I found myself, yeah, yeah, I found myself broke, no money, without a job, without any form of direction, with no plan. And I was like, it was awful. It really, really was. So that was the moment in my life where absolute chaos broke out, literally. And, but even within that chaos, even though I didn't know it at the time, 
I had no choice but to sit within it. It was impossible to get a job so quickly. I hadn't got a plan. I had to sit with it. Literally, I had to go through the Christmas period and get to the new year and be like, okay, what are you going to do? If I'm honest, it was probably the best thing that happened to me because I was on that rat race, like lots of people go to work, get up, family, was juggling all these hats as women. I don't know if you can identify with that, where, you know, everybody wants something from you. And I actually wasn't very happy. I wasn't in alignment with myself. I was doing everything that everybody else wanted me to do. But the thing that I needed to do for myself was on the back burner. So this presented as a really lovely and beautiful opportunity to start to ask myself what do I want to do? Not what everybody else wants to do. What do I want to do? And how am I going to be able to do that, given the, the chaos that I was surrounded by? So that was my moment. Well, which is absolutely relatable and inspiring because there may be somebody listening on this call that is going through something really difficult and they can't see the light at the end of the tunnel. They can't see the hindsight, the goal at the end, where for you and, and obviously for me as well, that in those moments, you're just like, why, how did this happen? Like this was the job I was supposed to have forever. And I don't understand the reasons why, but later we start to understand the reasons. And so that's really the, the key secret here is if you're in that moment, we've got the these five steps to really help you reinvent yourself today. So let's actually dive through those because I thought these are just really powerful for somebody that is going through uh, a tough time in their life. So the first one you have is acceptance. Tell us more about what that means to you. So I suppose it links to like my first point, which is when chaos happens, you have to sit in comfortability, but you also have to accept your situation. You cannot go anywhere any go into any process without accepting where you are and also forgiving yourself so I had to accept that this was not my choice I did not have any control over it but what I did have control over was what I was going to do going forward so I had to accept and forgive myself for what I should have, could have, would have done. As we sometimes do, we go around in circles thinking about how we could have done this and done that. That's really not very helpful sometimes. So accepting where you are is the beginning process of, you know, change that you want to see in your life, most definitely. What I really liked um, is interviewing you the, the first time that uh, you mentioned it's even in all of like the AA programs, the addiction programs, that is the first step as well. So, you know, it goes hand in hand and it obviously proves itself with all those other programs. That's great. So right now, if you're listening, ask yourself the question, have you forgiven yourself? And are you in a place of acceptance? Because if you're not, that is your first step. If you have already reached that step, let's go to the next step, which is um, intentional, being intentional. What does that mean? Absolutely. So we can all accept lots of different things in life. But what do you do from that acceptance? There has to be an action which follows that acceptance so that you take that step forward. So you don't just stop at, okay, I accept where I am and this has happened, that has happened and et cetera. It's about being intentional about what your next steps are going to be and making, putting that one foot in front of the other. It's almost like that there's a famous poet called Rumi who says, you put one step in front of the other and your pathway becomes clear. It could be, it could feel really scary. You know, it could be the unknown. It could be something you've never done before. I was never, I've never been in the situation I was in. And it was really scary to, 
you know, say to yourself, okay, I can't go back. I have to go forward. What does that look like? And how can I take the steps forward to where I am heading? So it's really important to be intentional about that step and not get stuck at just acceptance, but actually take action to walk the path that you want to walk. Yeah, I love that. Most there's a there's a movie that really stands out to me as you said that it's um it's something about like man on the moon if I remember correctly and essentially what it was is there was man was trapped on the moon with um everything was broken he lost all of his crew everything that could possibly go wrong went wrong and um, when he finally made it back to Earth because they thought he died and when he finally made it back and everybody asked him the big question how did you get here and he said I just focused on the problem that was in front of me and when I got done with that problem I went to the next problem and that's exactly what you're saying is just taking that step forward allows you to eventually get to wow how did I get here right yeah and just trusting that as you make that step the things that are supposed to come to you will come to you what will what is supposed to happen for you will happen but you have to make the first step and align yourself and everything else will come after that um so you know, if there is anyone out there who, you know, is in a really difficult situation or feels like, you know, the situation is just unimaginable, you know, take heart in the fact that you're not alone. Take heart in the fact that you make you can just make a decision and then walk that through. It's not always easy. It's not, I'm not going to sit and say, oh, my gosh, there's like a perfect, easy way of doing it. But just stick with it, most definitely. Yeah, and, and obviously we're going to make mistakes, right? That's that's part of being human. We are going to make those steps that are incorrect. Um, but that is obviously our learning lesson, right? Like we go through that. And I, I really hate that word learning lesson because I think once you get older and older and older, you're having way too many of them and you're just like, oh, another learning lesson. Like really, what is this about? Um, and so, but eventually in hindsight is when the beauty of it all kind of puts together as a puzzle piece. It starts to really see where all of it was supposed to fit. So um, when you say making the right steps, you said something about alignment. And I really believe that, that instead of using your head for all the decisions, start pulling into your heart and listening to more of your gut intuition. We do all have that. And if we allow ourselves to pull back, meditate, or whatever it is your way to get balanced and more centered, um, allow yourself to be in that place and and then make decisions rather than a decisions of fear or anxiety or stress right absolutely sometimes even just standing still I think it's a really important point that you made sometimes the ability to do nothing so that the answers can come to you like you said some people meditate or literally just standing still so you can hear your inner voice because I believe that we all have that compass that directs us in what we're meant to do but we get so busy with life, things happening that we don't always hear it clearly. Um, so like you said, taking that time to meditate or whatever it is you do, journal or to really hear clearly about that gut instinct. I love to call it my moral compass because it guides me in life. But other people call it different things. But I, I, I definitely agree with that, you know. Yeah. Um, and the other point you said about um, lessons. I don't like lessons either, but it's the only word that describes the learning from any incident and focuses on the mindset rather than the action itself. Because sometimes you can also be in a negative cycle where you beat yourself up about the mistakes that you made, whereas the lesson focuses on what you've learned. But I'm totally with you on that with the, the word, but there isn't, I've never found a word that describes that 
like <laughs> lessons. Exactly, <laughs> lessons, right? Um, and, and something that comes up too is everything is a choice. So meaning like if you don't do anything, like because you can get stuck and trapped and just not making a choice or not being intentional with a step. And that mm -hmm. as well is a choice. You're, you're either saying yes or no to something every single second. And so really kind of sit with that. What are you saying yes or no to in every single thing that you do, whether it's literally sitting on your bed, not doing anything, you are still making a choice, making a yes or no choice. And that's really what you're putting out there into what if you want to call universe or however you want to put yes. life and brings back to you, right? Like you're, you're really in doing that. All right, let's awesome. I love step number two. Hopefully you're able to take something from that. Let's go to step three, which is maximizing your skill set. Tell us more about that. Yeah. So one of the things that I found really helpful in my process of learning and growth um, and all my steps is being able to map your skill set. So I had a skill set that I wasn't going to use in, in the profession that I was in. And I needed to find out, OK, what skills can I use? What transferable skills do I have now? And what do I need to work on? Everyone has a set of natural ability and skills that they have. And then there are going to be a set of skills specific to you that you know you need to get because they're going to take you to the next phase for me um before i go on about me what i'm going to say is and when if you're a stay-at-home mom as well i just want to be really clear about this never ever feel like the skills that you have are not transferable because there are a lot of skills as a mom that you use problem solving admin you know educator you know there are lots and lots of skills so never underestimate all of the skills that you have and I needed to acquire skill, digital skills. That was, I, it was a skills gap I, I had. Um, my, it was born through my kids. So they were getting pretty, you know, good at the digital skills and all of these apps. And, and I had no knowledge. I was fearful of technology. You know, this is a real digital age for young people. And also digital skills, I needed that for what I wanted to do as well. So I identified the skills I had and I identified a key skill that I needed to learn. And when you identify a skills, skills gap, sometimes it can really bring up a lot of things for you because you've got to dig deep as to why you feel you're not good at it. You know, what it what is it about that skill you're not good at? I mean, it really brought up a lot of stuff. So the next step, like I said, was mapping your skill set. Understanding what you have and what you need to acquire because it's going to help you plan your steps and journey as to where you're going. Um, I really love that you mentioned about the skill set you had to go acquire about technology because I think that's one thing that can stop a lot of people with this current day and age right now in generation is they're going, well, there's technology, I don't know how to use it. So then they use that as a crutch or an excuse so that they cap out on their growth. But I love hearing about how you reached out and took courses and classes about technology and it gave you this superpower to feel confident to be able to move forward with that and knowing that there are programs out there that are helping people get more technology savvy and you reached out to those and I just think that's so inspiring that you did not let that get in your way and you just plowed through that third step which is really maximize your skill set. Do you know what it was? It's funny because if it was through choice, I probably might not have done it. But because I know I needed it, it really propelled. I needed it for my kids. I needed it for myself. I needed it for my blog. And just to sort of confirm what you said, it was funny because how I got to do the 
the course that I was doing was really strange. I was out and one of my friends mentioned this free course. I was broke. I didn't have any money. And this course was perfectly in line with what I needed. It gave me my digital skills and I met and, and, and also doing new things opens you up to new people people places and experiences and that's exactly what I needed because I'd come from a really difficult place I needed to be safe I needed to be contained I needed to be supported I needed to be encouraged to be able to learn this skill and so you know doing something new gives you confidence doesn't it it gives you makes you feel wow like I'm doing this even though it might be difficult. So yes, I did do that. And it was one of the best things I did because I met my tribe of mums and women who were my cheerleaders. And you know, they're the reason that I'm here today. They're still my friends. They're still encouraging me. And it was just a phenomenal time. It really, really was. Well, you know what's beautiful too, if that's actually how we met. Because it was online, you're in a Facebook women's uh, uh, entrepreneur group. And so how cool that that skill set even is why we're aligned right now, right? That's so cool. Absolutely. Awesome. Number four is um, seek and ask for help. Absolutely. So you acquire this new skill, you know, you're all ready to go. You're like, okay, whoop, whoop, whoop. In fact, you do everything that you can do for yourself but there comes a point in your journey if you have a learning mindset and you want to grow some more where you recognize that actually I can't do this on my own I need to invest in someone someone who is where I want to be and I knew when I wanted to start my blogging that I needed to invest in a coach who could teach build on the skills that I had acquired and who could coach and teach me and they were where I wanted to be so it's almost like you get a coach that's a couple of steps in front of you that keeps you motivated it keeps you accountable it 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 does all of that it challenges you it and when you get to the point where you need to invest in someone it is the best investment that you will ever make because it's not for anyone but yourself and it can be difficult, especially if you struggle. But you, you, you get resourceful. You find ways of making it work because what you're getting is far greater than what you're paying. That was the beauty of investing in someone. And let me just say as well that sometimes it's not always a paid thing. There could be people in your network who are where you want to be. So just in case like you're someone who doesn't have a lot of finances right now, it could be someone in your network who you could ask, you could do a skills exchange. You may have a skill that they need and they're willing to mentor you. So, you know, get really kind of creative in investing in yourself and it doesn't always have to be paid. It could be in your network where the person is willing to give you an hour of time if you exchange a skill set that they need. Yeah. Which I found really helpful. No, I'm a, I'm a total believer in that. And I think everybody on the podcast has heard this quote so many times from me, but I say it all the time because I'm a, such a firm believer in it, that success is not done on your own. You need people, resources, and circumstances to come also in your life to help boost you to success. So remember that people, resources, and circumstances. And so anytime I feel stuck, I always go, you know what? There's people, resources, and circumstances that can help me get me unstuck. 
I love it. Because I love it. you think that you do it all yourself, that's so much pressure and that's so um, overwhelming. And, and then you feel like mm -hmm. a failure if you're not there yet and et cetera, et cetera. But it's really, it, it, people are put around us for a reason and it really is to help us get to that next level. And I'm such a believer in coaches. Um, I absolutely know that even my own fitness journey, I had a coach and it brought me to winning bikini competitions on stage that gave me the confidence to know exactly how to transform a body from weight loss versus fat loss and how I've been mm -hmm. able to now um, help women all over the world globally be able to teach them the changes that I learned from my coach. So I am such a firm believer in coaches. I thank you for that. Me too. Me too. Me Let's too. Let's step five probably my most favorite step mm -hmm. of all times. And I know we're going to have a lot to talk about on this mm -hmm. one. Um, but this one is called uncomfort and it's finding comfort in the uncomfort. So tell us about that. So, I mean, I would be started the show with this, but you know, I have learned that most of the growth that I have had or clients that I, you know, coach or people I've come into contact with have only ever grown like you say when there are some really sometimes difficult and challenging circumstances I mean you only have to look around you I mean I was I was watching something literally today about a woman who was homeless in her car um, and from that process of being uncomfortable and having nowhere to live she got resourceful and she got from point a which was being homeless to being an amazing coach online so even steve harvey is a good example of that there are so many people in this world who have come from absolute difficulty tyler perry's another one oprah winfrey's another one they make us who we are and when you run away from sitting in that uncomfortability what you're actually doing is prolonging the inevitable. Because I don't know if you've ever felt this in your life where when you run away from something and you don't deal with it, it comes back again and worse. Until you've learned the lesson, you keep, it's almost like you're on repeat. Call it Groundhog Day, right? You just keep getting back into that problem. It's like it will go away for a little while, then it will present itself in a different way. And then you maybe get so far in, feel fearful, run away again, and then it comes again. And there's this cycle that you go on over and over again and it's almost like life will let you go past it's like get out of jail card in monopoly and you can't move past that until you've learned the lesson have you can you relate to that like in your life have you maybe not personally but that whole that cycle of not sitting in that uncomfortability yeah exactly 100 percent. what you're saying is um we are as humans love to be in cycles and routines we're very routine mammals, I guess you could say. And so what happens is we have this neurological net with this pathway that we find as comfort. Now, if you go back to even like uh, caveman days, you know, we are absolutely meant to be afraid of uncomfortable situations to get us away from it. And so if it was fear, we heard and run away from it, right? But it's not supposed to be some long-term thing that we sit in. So if it's an uncomfort for a long period of time, 
yes, we need to find some solutions to get out of that, which is clearly that uncomfortable stage to find the solution. But what happens is what Anya's saying here is when we have an uncomfortable situation and if we don't find the, the push through, like basically like if you're going around it or over it or under it and you're trying to do everything to just not go through the problem, then you're not actually going to go through the problem, which is going to make you stronger. So you have to go through it. You have to stare fear in the face. You have to stare that uncomfortable, the unknown of this no. risk that you're taking and you have to get comfortable with that. And, and, and I truly believe that uncomfortable, uncomfortable places is where you find growth. And I'll give you an example of that. And I want to hear yours. So, so Anya, tell me. <laughs> my most uncomfortable place, even still to this day, four years running a business, is being on camera. It is traumatizing to me to feel like I'm going to mess up, that people are going to judge me. It is the most un comfortable place for me to be in the public's eye and try to live my passion and tell them the truth. It is so hard for me. And I'm naturally an introvert that I've had to learn to express myself more of an extrovert. And that has been such a challenge. Now, because the last four years I have challenged myself and I, I almost, I, I also side note, I had a speech impediment when I was a child. So I had to learn to be able to speak better, right? So that obviously kind of plays into this as well. But now after four years of going to the uncomfortable place of being on television, going in front of blogs, in front of interviews, doing hundreds of thousands of videos for advertisements for my website, for my app, for my, app my community of women, my Facebook groups. I am literally all over the world in my videos. People know I've heard of booty bands. Yes, I'm video. And that right there has now made it so I have a growing business that is USA-based, women-owned, small business that is completely, like, people are like, you've only been open for four years? I thought at least 10 years. And it's because that growth, Absolutely. I had to dive through that really uncomfortable place. And so that's mine. I want to hear what yours is, Anya. So mine is, believe it or not, mine is fear of failure. So I'm really used to be winning at everything. I'm, I, I, you know, I, when I do something, I want to win. So the prospect of doing something and not doing it well and flunking is my uncomfortable place. I want to know that I'm going to do something and I'm going to do it well. So, so but business is not like that, right? So you cannot have that attitude in business where you're you know you're good at you know you you feel you're good at, you can't and so my real fear is that fear of not doing something well or fear of failure and doing the blog really pushed me past that because you have to learn quick you have to get over yourself you have you cannot have everything perfectly all ready to go it doesn't work like that in fact you've got to learn to think on your feet be solution focused look think about crisis there's all of these things going on you just have to get out of your head so my fear was uh, fear of, fear of failure not getting things right the first time and in my blogging world and i had only I've only been doing it in the last year I have seen some phenomenal success so I've interviewed people that I'm a, I'm a much a social activist I'm an advocate for women and I have had the privilege of pushing past that and reaching out and connecting similarly to how you did with me and it's taken me to some beautiful places you know to connect with people that are challenging government and making the world a better place for other women to meet women who through their children are you know championing change 
that is the most awesome feeling but I'm still plagued with that so even though I'm a speaker and I'm you know I'm, I still have that fear of failure that almost like it's a, like an maybe even a the fear of failure and failing in that imposter syndrome is all well. like you know you can do it but yet somehow that little negative Nancy's sitting on the, on your shoulder all the time and you've got like definite definite out so you can just be like okay I'm not listening I know I've got this it, what's the worst that can happen I don't know if that's something you can relate to but that is my well, that is mine. And so what I have to keep reminding myself is perfection is poverty because you'll never, ever get over that. Like you can't ever be perfect. So like you'll never get a blog up. You'll never put a video up. Like it's just, it's like this like perfectionism that we just are afraid of, of that. And so I, I think a lot of people can relate on that. So listeners right now, if, if there's anything you can do is please get a journal and just see if there's anything you can write down on this about maybe what is an uncomfortable situation for you and, and what seems to be kind of looping and spiraling in your life that keeps coming back and it keeps shining its face in front of you of like, do this, do this. And you're like, no, no, you know, find that way to just be, I don't even know if it's comfortable. Like, I mean, just go through it. And I promise you, and, and honest promising you, you are going to find so much strength within yourself that you'll be able to look back and go, wow, I can't believe I did that. And um, it goes to the quote uh, that I heard a little while ago from a physical therapist I did a podcast with. She goes, there's two types of pain in the world, pain of discipline or pain <laughs> of regret. Yes, I love that. I that. make your decision right so like that really stuck with me and I'll probably say it forever now because <laughs> it's so can I, just, can I just say that's so powerful what you said you know about the, the the woman that you interviewed pain two different types of pain like and they're so they they just hit the spot but there was something else that you said that's really powerful that's really helped me is you mentioned it briefly it's the ability to journal I came to journaling from a place of wanting to instill a new habit. They say it takes 21 days to create a new habit, right? And I did a 21 day challenge with myself and it literally changed my life in that process that I was talking to you about. So when you say to your audience to journal, do it. I call it a brain dump because it really does tell you the things you're telling yourself. It, it's a check-in with yourself and do it consistently. When you read back your journals and you think about how far you've come, it really does inspire you to keep going. So definitely journal, most definitely. Yeah, I love, and you know, and there's this belief that like uh, journals have to be every single day and you have to write what you eat and write your exercise and write, all, write your whole life story. No, no, no. I literally journal whenever I feel that my mind is getting really clouded and that I just need more space and more clarity in my life. So however you want to use your journal, let it be yours. Don't, don't let somebody tell you how to do it. Journal to get to that next stage um, by making it your own. Yeah, personalizing. That's true. That's really good that you qualified that. I just said the 21 days because I wanted to set a new habit for myself. And I just, that worked for me. But definitely, it's... 
which is awesome because challenges really do help motivate us, right? So um, there's a lot of books out there uh, and challenges out there that are either gratitude challenges or journal challenges or prompt, like they, they have like little things. That journal you prompts, yeah. Actually might be a good way to kind of start off if you don't really know how to do it. But I, I would recommend doing it for sure because um, if I ever had a fire in my house, knock on wood, but if I ever had a fire in my house, I would grab my journals. So true. And it's I love so looking back at the growth. So, uh, yeah, that's how much I really cherish them. So, absolutely. Absolutely. That is what I would say. <laughs> well, cool. So, we have gone through the five steps. Now, Anna, I want to be able to ask you what is something that you would like to read? Like, we didn't maybe mention it and you just feel like the, the viewers really uh, or listeners need to hear. What would you uh, give as a last closing? I would say if they can take one thing away from this conversation it is this that no matter what your age is no matter what your circumstances are no matter what you are going through believe me when i tell you that you have the ability to make that change today right now it starts with that acceptance forgiveness and that intentionality to do something about it I always thought, oh, I'm too old to do this. Too. No, you are never too old to do anything. You are never too old to change anything. So if I want you to take anything away, it's going to be that. You can change it. It's a decision. It's acceptance and then a decision to act. I don't know if anybody else has cold chills, but when she said that, my entire body just blew with cold chills from the truth of what that really rang and, and resonated to my soul. So thank you for that. that I'm going to leave it with that. There was, that was the most perfectly. <laughs> and I just want to say thank you so much for your time. And I would love to do another interview with you and see where you're at in a couple months in your journey. When stay in touch and hear thank from you. So much. I will. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. It's been an absolute pleasure. And you know what? I just want to say like, Ooh, ooh, ooh. well done for all of the things that you're amazing things that you're doing the community that you're building. We need to support each other as women. And it's been a pleasure being here today. Yeah, and I just want to make sure that the people that are listening, that they know exactly where to find you as well. So can you tell us your Instagram handle and your website so they can uh, follow you? Yeah, so um, my website is um, the www.themommyblogger.com where you can find all of the articles and all the amazing things that I've been doing on my blog. My business and mindset coaching page is Honor the Mindset Business Coach on Instagram. And come and say hi. <laughs> Awesome. Yeah. And I'll make sure to add that in the description below. So if any of you don't know how to spell all that, um, just make sure to just go in the description. I'll have that written all, all down there as well. Um, and again, closing, this is Danita, Booty Bands and Barbells. Um, make sure to come check us out. We have 10-minute workouts that allow you to get back into your consistency, your routine. We are not about weight loss. We focus on fat loss, where you can really actually focus on building the lean muscle, cutting the fat, using resistance bands for your tools, weights for your tools, the fuel of the protein powder, and the accountability with the app and the Facebook community. So come check us out. It's bootybands.com. Thank you again so much, Ana. It was a pleasure meeting you. Thank you very much. Awesome. Wrapping up, we hope that this left you with some valuable information that you can help with improving your mind, your body, and your life. 
Really, we're about helping you step into your best self, and that's why we do these weekly, so that we can hear from you and how it resonated. So go ahead and write us a review, and we will pick weekly giveaways on our unique booty bands to give away. So thank you guys so much for listening. It was awesome having you on. I'm very excited to leave your review. Make sure to hit subscribe so that you can get notified on any future podcasts that come out. And of course, join the community and join the app called Booty Bands and Barbells, where you'll find us in the workouts, the meal plan, and of course, all the fun challenges. I'll see you soon, and I'll see you in the workouts.